The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, audio listener, welcome to the Bomb Squad podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Check out our Patreon and Locals community for exclusive content, access to our private Discord, and so much more. And don't forget to review our podcast to help spread the word. And now, let's dive into the adventure. Hey, everybody, welcome to Bomb Squad. I'm Dan Stacy, and you're about to witness my nerdy family, and I use silly voices and exploding dice to tell a good story. And you and some. thought he was gone. He's, He's never gone. gone. It's like, hi guys. David's back. We're Much playing a special Iliad one shot to see what is going on with Iliad. I'm gonna turn this down. Jeremy Soul, Northerner Diary. There's a lot of gas going on with Iliad. That's right now, for, <laughs> for sure. Oh, man. Hey. I mean, you I was gone earlier. Random tables of encounters. Why do you think you? I was gone? <laughs> I did have that gigantic burger. He did. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Uh, when I asked you earlier about whether the thing was over a certain size, I failed to ask you, was it corporeal? You did fail to ask that. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> I take it all back. I unbuild my build and <laughs> reverting. <laughs> that would be hilarious. The most giantest of reeks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you, man. No. No. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. I don't think we have anything else to say. We have a. St- Wait, no, we do have one more thing oh, to say. Okay. Illid's right. laying on the ground. Look up and. It's, it's like cloud watching. Oh, that one's the shape of a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we. I, I have to say it because Ryan's not here. We are children. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, uh, stay tuned for a special guest who's joining us uh, as soon as possible. But uh, we'll wait and see what happens there. Otherwise, Elon Musk would be lonely. <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> it's just the perfume that he wears. Know why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> someone it's say motor money. oil. <laughs> Unbelievable. David's not even looking. Oh, what? Nothing. Oh, I no missed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> this works really well with everything we talked about. Let's dive into the muskiest episode of <laughs> 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 
Uh, and yes. high dive. We dive back <sighs> in. That All was right. eight That's out of ten. Eight out of ten. All right. Ah, he's in. Austin All hardly right. had a splash. Is someone doing fireworks while we're having bomb squad? It's a little early, but yeah. Was I not? <laughs> it's for our special guest. Uh, man, I don't this is an explosive it. entrance coming, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm okay right. with explosive entrances, not explosive exits. Classic episode one. So, here we go. We're going to do a little... David's already ready I'm to roll ready. dice. He hasn't I'm rolled oh, dice No, I'm not so going to look. <laughs> That's the rule. If David, if he doesn't look at the dice, it doesn't it count. It doesn't count. All right, fair enough. Um, so we are going to quickly chat what you guys. So I'll uh, say it right now. We have, of course, Austin playing Yaberg today, <sighs> and uh, since we had Iliad, he couldn't be too long parted from his unrequited love. Zach is playing Kari. Oh yeah, he grew out his hair just for the role. Perfect. I'm just which one? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> never always... remembers that Tiri's a girl. <laughs> I still always call you he. <laughs> yep. All right. Oh, so man. let's talk about uh, what's been going on. So Iliad and Yaberg left the party. Yeah. Um, right by Nori's house, I believe, is where we ended up having the departure. Mm. And uh, you guys headed uh, south to the next continent over. So crossing that isthmus that kind of connects the two continents and returning to Iliad's old stomping grounds. And what... So there's there's a crime syndicate. I'm, d- I'm just going to kind of um, do a little overview of what you guys kind of learned in past Bomb Squad episodes. But there's a, a guy, a gnome named Fennec who's taken over this crime syndicate and has kind of built it up. And uh, Iliad was used as a scapegoat and had to flee. And that's why he eventually ended up with the party is he couldn't go stay in his homeland. He was uh, used as a scapegoat that started Fennec's whole role to becoming the leader of this crime syndicate. You're a fugitive? (laughs) On the run. Man, this is going back like... All the way to the beginning. Four years now. (laughs) Yeah, almost. So my question I posed to you guys was what what over the year, because we have Kari's going to be joining at the end of this year, over this year, the Falcon had called you home. You're seeking this something that needs to be found. There's this source of some kind of great power. Not sure what it is, if it's an item or some kind of magic book or uh, you're not very clear on it, but you know there's this thing that needs to be found and dealt with. And during the time you're there, you realize Fennec also knows about this. Again, he doesn't know what it is, but he is also seeking it. Um, And you guys eventually do find it. And that's where we're going to pick up the story. But let's just get a little bit of conversation about what, what was, what's this past year been like for Iliad and Yaberg? I mean, for Iliad, I think a lot of it, I mean, originally at the departing, I think he had a lot of questions and here coming into... You know, in, in like, why didn't you swing by the house before you left? I know you would have thought. You would have thought. You would have thought. Yeah, but she with all that think. being said, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Iliad having all these questions, I think a lot of it, and and the confusion just from from bittersweet kind of not falling apart, but here disbanding after a lot of traumatic events and different things like that. I think a lot of it he. 
uh, throughout this um, journey to find this stuff um, <laughs> has been trying to pick up the pieces from his old life understand more about his parents and and hopefully just picking up clues from that and, and to see kind of where I don't know have we interacted with the Fennec yet I mean or is that not well that's something we can kind of chat about now <clears throat> okay because that was my question to you was is Iliad staying on the mm. DL we could right. even do a roll or two here to see what happens I think would be probably the best sure way. I like that idea are you purposefully trying to hide of course, we'll get to Yaberg in a second. Okay. He is trying to hide a bit. I think, I, I feel like I'm inclined to say, I thought that I would f- feel somewhat... Um, <laughs> you should be doing this in Iliad's voice because it's the conversation you and Yaberg are having as you're <laughs> um, I'd like to say that I think if, if I were to... But I might not step right in um, to the town mm, but if get we it were, over with I think I'd like to stay on the DL the what <laughs> <laughs> yeah what am I doing there? I don't have that expression I mean <laughs> I think I'd like to um <laughs> sorry we have a bug okay oh it's a bug <laughs> it was a bug Oh, I thought I was getting a legend point already I was like woo <laughs> killing it um I think I'd like I to I, remain Carry somewhat on. quiet. Um, I don't want to make waves. Don't know what. I really don't know you what to expect. You want to stay hidden, is what you're saying. Well, you said that so nicely. <sighs> I, I really do appreciate you as um as an ear to discuss with. It's been a nice long journey. Too long. <laughs> Too long. You know, have you looked at those clouds back there? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> okay, well done. Uh, all right, so let's have uh, Iliad roll your agility with advantage as you and your bear are working together. Does that mean second d20? No. <laughs> no, you got this. more than that in agility. Yeah, I believe it's one. a six two, or a seven. Two d8. Did you level up your character? I did. We did it together. What? Oh, okay. I had no moment. Uh, I genuinely had no moment. <laughs> I, 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 I did you. start to do it myself, but then I thought, well, he's right here. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I, says, I says to myself, I says, I says Austin <laughs> is sitting next he to me. He don't know. <laughs> uh... So it's 2d8, but I can't remember. It, no, influence and presence, yes. Thank right. you. Yeah. So then an extra d8 yes. and drop the lowest d8. 2d20s? No. Oh, sorry, I didn't know you had one. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, so nice. <laughs> Easy. Wow. First Whoa. roll, best roll. Oh, I <laughs> just moved it. <laughs> well, it is what it is. <laughs> Shut up. I just got a not 20. Right. <laughs> It was <laughs> totally natural. <laughs> okay. Oh, and two ones, but... It All was right. your bear with, with his, his little spear shaft. <laughs> so I lose... I lose the lowest, right? One of the lowest. Okay, so six, twenty-six. No. Oh, and I get to... It's exploding. It is exploding. <laughs> okay, alright. Uh, 39? Okay. <laughs> Very nice. I'll roll just for the heck of it. Um, okay. <laughs> Next time it's gonna be a. <coughs> oh. <laughs> Got really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that means. 
me, their perception. Your you're, you're oh, good. Okay. You were very good. So we were hidden, fairly hidden. Yeah, so I'd say you guys are able to operate. You slip in. One of the important things we've already established is that you, you met up with your, your orc friend, Zoya, mm. who mm-hmm. had been basically running what was left of the Alleyway Singers, a few kids. And the Alleyway Singers was, they were more of a, a con gang. They would set up shop. You know, everybody who was brought into their head, some kind of influence bard-like abilities. And so they would play songs and charm people, steal money and stuff. But the big thing for them was no violence. You know, they're very much the like honorable thieves type of feel to this, uh, excuse me, to the, the group. And there was very few left as Fennec came in and take over. He actually combined several of the different gangs that were fighting in the area. He was able to bring them all in, in kind of a bloody gang war over a long period of time. All this time you've been gone. He's brought them under his power as he still cl- declares himself the maestro, who was once the known as the leader of the alleyway singers. And now he is the maestro and controls all of the gangs in this area, stretching into the orc territories from the elven cities into the orc territories. And this is why Proctor Mala, um, had told you he was kind of having to work with Fennec to be able to get the, um, whales fin out, uh, into the orc territories and working with that because Fennec holds such sway over the whole area. Yeah. He's very Mm. much the whole area where Ily grew up is now kind of run by the gangs, by the syndicate. The syndicate so, being this larger... Yeah, what once was the Alleyway Singers who, who have now absorbed, taking on this new mantle with the new maestro of Fennec mm. becoming much more getting into the, the drug dealing sort of area and some of the arcane, um, uh, dark arcane arts and stuff. He's kind of brought all the gangs together under one giant syndicate with him at the top. So you have a lot of run-ins with the gang and this is where you end up actually meeting up with your cousin because Iliad had grown up after his parents had died he grew up with his aunt and uncle and his two cousins you ended up meeting up with your male cousin yes Mm. um Nechimedes right yeah yes (laughs) and uh <laughs> there it is. Um, but I don't know if you remember your your kind of pet name for him is his middle name of Homer. Right. Homer. <clears throat> so you had met up with him. He was actually working for the syndicate. Almost everybody does. It, it's mm. not anything terribly special that he was. Um, but you realize that um, after you had left, your aunt and uncle kind of fell on hard times. If you remember, you took some very yes. important things with you <laughs> that may have factored in oh dear to the situation um they deserved not that, it <laughs> not that homer necomedes knows that but um you guys ended up pairing up what was that what was that like and oh maybe i'll pause right there actually we should jump over to yaberg too let's hear about yaberg walking into this situation sure um i think part of it too is i think with with iliad's role um, yeah. I'm an unknown in yeah, that area. Yeah, I was going to say that covers Yeberg yeah. as well. I mean, I, I'm an unknown in that area, and I want to remain an unknown in that area. Um, with the, as far as Yaberg's concerned, the fall of the faith um, that happened in Avicen. I mean, he felt utterly betrayed by by everything he lived for, by everything he believed in, all the people 
his his one of his best friends, if not his best friend, his, his was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was just left ravaged um, emotionally, and with that, part of uh, and maybe this is a spoiler alert, but part of that uh, he he literally removed the armor and what he what he stood for off of his body and and left with nothing out of Avisen. And mm-hmm. um, because of that, like there, a lot of his abilities, a lot of his strengths were in that armor and those ability and those things, um, his status, uh, the the power that he he got. A lot of it was from those things. His flight, for example, even just that by itself. Right. Was part of it. Um, and being that that was stripped away from him, he's been spending this entire year um, and kind of gleaning off of the stay low in the low profile aspect that the Iliad was able to train him in, um, to retrain himself. He, he is looking for truth, whatever that looks like. Um, he's a very strong willed person. He is a very honorable person still to the core, but he's had to retrain the way that he fights and protects himself because what he had is gone mm-hmm. and he doesn't want that. Or he wants to be able to find some redemptive aspect of it, but it's not going to be where it was. It's gotta, it's gotta be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. If the dragon, was there the dragon can be here too but he's got to show himself in a different way so yuberg has been reinventing himself if you will mm-hmm. the way that he fights the way that he protects um he's he's very he's he's very by himself at this point mm. um but he he understands the necessity of allies so he's been staying close to iliad um Iliad knows the place. He knows his way around. Um, and then coming into this situation, he was a paladin. Like his desire to protect others is still there. It just looks a little bit different. Um, seeing poten- potentially an opportunity to be able to remove someone from being broken themselves. He knows what that feels like. And mm-hmm. so uh, taking Nekamides out of that is, I think, coming out of that, it's a nope. I Fine. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt me any at the moment. And mm-hmm. I think... It's a it's a good thing to do mm-hmm. if we can, and we had talked a little bit about with his uh, uh, rejection of the faith. He has a physical brand now. Yes. Uh, what what? How do you imagine it? There was, I, th- I think the removal of his armor. There, I would say, is this part of the 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 magic part of the energy that that coursed through it um literally was ingrained in him uh mm-hmm. it was it was grafted onto him in some way that it it uh symbolically and literally was able to draw from life force and draw draw from the energy that he was able to put into his faith so when removing the gauntlets there were uh burn marks that came from those gauntlets um and so on both on the top of his hands um there's these very large like crescent scars where the the gauntlets themselves would would bite in and mm. that. and so he's got these two massive very clear evidently burn uh marks and in, in circles on his hands mm-hmm. i love that i'll add to it that and you would probably know this anyways he may not even attempt to hide it that even if someone tries to put wrappings around it it yeah. will burn through the cloth yes leaving the same image on the cloth yep. it's very you, you you can't get away from known it. as as the betrayer right yep 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 okay that's awesome so meeting up with Nekamedes, uh I'll throw out that we had 
with Zoya, you would let you and Aurora were in communication a little bit with letters and finding out about the orphanage that Aurora had started. You sent Zoya and what few kids she had, which ended up being a lot <laughs> uh, to um, to Aurora and her orphanage. So no, were they kind of with Zora and those kids associated with her somehow remaining outside of the syndicate? Or they yeah, just kind Zoya, of escaped. Yeah, Zoya was trying to. She was also hiding out, trying to stay away. They were. They're definitely mm. hunted, especially Zoya, because she remained true to the old, you know, the old ways of, of right. the alleyway singers, and she was basically just trying to keep these kids alive and out of the gangs. And so you sent her away with as many of the kids as she could um, to Aurora in Prati. And so what's it look like meeting up with Nekamedes and um, he's actually able to help you guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Going back and forth. Should we bring Nekamedes in? Sounds like he's here. I think he's here. Yeah, let's bring him in. Nekamedes! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Yeah, I, I just brought the inn over and... I just stepped out the door and there I was here. <laughs> what? We were just talking about Nekamedes, so what luck! Oh yeah. Well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> For those no. who couldn't possibly not know, this is Adam from Interplanar Crossroads, who we do lots of collaborations with. Well, greetings and salutations, travelers. <gasps> oh, he said it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It is crazy. I mean, you guys aren't experiencing him in the flesh, but we are, and it's pretty awesome. It's pretty so. awesome. <laughs> well, I'm not going to argue with them if they say so. <laughs> uh, anyways, we'll do shout-outs for the Interplanar Crossroads at the end of the episode, but... Nekamedes, mm-hmm. how's he feeling with meeting up with Iliad again? Well, we discussed before he's been... Uh, Nekamedes is, is not the character I'm actually playing, but Nekamedes is feeling both I guess Iliad was his favorite cousin because Iliad didn't do everything that all the other cousins did and so they had a bond there that the other that he didn't get to have with the other cousins so he's glad to see him mm. but there's a bit of resentment there because when he left everything changed so adults or not there's still that a bit of you know that puts some stress on them meeting up sharing and and actually getting to bond back together i think that he wants to though and that's Mm. why he decides to that he really insists on helping them find whatever they were looking for not only because he's able to get out of the syndicate in doing so Mm -hmm. they offer him a protection that he can't that the syndicate can't quite come straight up against Mm -hmm. Mm. but there's also that desire to bond with his with his cousin again and the the slight envy of his hus- of his cousin because he left and when he left Nicomedes fell but he rose mm. and now he wants to rise back up so yeah I love that mm. so you guys pair up Iliad knows he's searching for something I think Nicomedes is able to help in that because Fenix also searching for it mm. being a low level kind of dude in the syndicate he hears things and you guys do eventually find 
Nicomedes has a, a ace of information, you know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, comment below if you know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you guys find your way into this underground area in the city. It's part of the old city yeah. from long ago. You end up, the main thing you end up finding over lots of trials through, it's a very much a dungeon delve of going through this place and all these traps and adventures you guys have. And feel free to uh, think it up in your heads and throw out memories later on. Excuse me. Of this past year you're talking. Specifically the Dungeon Delve and stuff okay. too. Right. You know, anyways, we didn't get to talk about that too much. But you guys make it to this place where there is a sarcophagus with this mummified body in it. Um, and on discovering that Iliad, as the paladin of the Falcon, you recognize that there's this source of power. And I think you and Yaberg are discussing what you're going to do next uh, when Nechamedes chooses his own path. Right. Nechamedes would probably have had known that he wasn't very helpful on the way down. Aside from knowing where to kind of go, Nechamedes didn't have much to offer other than that. He feels like he's hanging on to the coattails of Iliad. And then as they're discussing things, there's these, they're busy in their discussion and the lips of the mummy kind of move just like it's really hard for it to happen. And there's this breath of a whisper that catches Nicomedes' ear. And it's an enticing whisper of saying, see how he rose and you have fallen. See how great he has become what has happened to you will you let that be it is that all you can do what were you Nicomedes Nicomedes who will know that name who will remember you I can offer strength take the tablet Nicomedes I can offer strength I will help you rise to meet your cousin. And those slight whisperings, and it may not happen right there. They may get the, you know, they may start to take the tablet out or stuff like that. But at some point, I imagine, in between coming out fully and Nechamedes and everybody figuring out what they want to do with the tablet, Nechamedes will actually take the tablet and hold it in his hands. And there's a moment of agreement and the a foul kind of whisper happens when that when that happens and Nicomedes like I think you both would actually feel a disturbance especially Iliad yeah because this being is called the tormentor and this jinn <laughs> Go ahead. I just have a thing. Okay. Just want to make sure you remember. Go ahead. So, on the tablet and on those winds, a kind of poem or almost psalm or chant comes out. Pain. I'll make you a. I'll make you a believer. A believer. Pain. And when you when every time pain is said, Nicomedes cries a little bit louder and 
there's this huge rush of wind coming that neither seemed to be able to push through at that moment because it all happened so fast. Mm. And it keeps on going, I'll break you down, I'll tear you up. Believe me. Believe me. Oh, let this greens fly, let them rain. My life, my love, my drive, it comes from pain. And that's a, the last pain. And as Nicomedes cries, and at the higher than he cried when you were ever children, and he ever got hurt, or a, a wail of pain that hasn't been heard by either one of you probably since the riot at the Halsetta. Hmm. The winds die down. I'll make you. I'll make you a believer. But it's not coming from the winds anymore. And that believer, that last believer is when it turns. And Nicomedes' color is drained from his face. A wide smile is on his mouth. And his hair that used to be kind of golden, has stripped white, almost translucent, like the nourishment is gone from it. And his eyes that are supposed to match, as all elves do, look black. But as you stare into them with that last believer, you see there are motes of color that float in them. Believer. It has been a long time, Sahib. Not you specifically. But I see you in the cycle now. You. You, the champion of the Falcon. Partnered with a tiny dragon. I mean, he obviously, as soon as he speaks, Yuberg has his, his staff with him. <clears throat> and he's whirling this little dervish, and he's just and he's just ready. Like he doesn't, he doesn't even know. Adorable, very adorable. He says as his body becomes translucent and invisible, but you still hear the voice. And now to pull out really quick here, does Iliad like? Does he know the concept of what is going on because of the connection to the Falcon, or... I think right in that moment, <clears throat> you're going to get the... All of a sudden, your tattoos light up. Okay. And your eyes go, and you get this flash of... <clears throat> you hear the Falcon just say in your head, Hold the chain, Althean. And I think we're going to do a roll real quick because this just feels intense. What what was the raise hand before we go to the Prescience. Roll? Okay. Yes, please. Go right Thank ahead. Um, let's do... Um, I think it's probably going to be actually your will against his resolve. Because I don't think Iliad's doing it... Well, let's let's do the wills. Will versus will. Is there I, any way I that like I can I can bolster him? Or not at this point? I'm pretty. I'm do pretty you have like prescience? No. Right now. No. Uh, roll, roll your presence as luck to see if you pick up on what's going on. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. And where? Curry's back. Curry's back home. It's just. 
Okay, maybe, yeah. Maybe a tingle or something. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let's see what kind of tingle. 18. 18? Ah, it's not enough. Okay. Yeah, <sighs> I was thinking like 20. What happened? <laughs> <clears throat> you wasted it on sneaking. <laughs> okay, 10. 10. All right. 16. 16. Okay. So, Iliad, in that moment, you're still in the space. You almost don't see anything, but I think we're going to give you a glimpse of what is has taken over Nekamedes so we can get a great description of that. I think in this moment, Iliad, all of a sudden, everything fades away, and it's just the two of you in this dark space, and you suddenly see this chain come up that's attaching each of your chests to each other. What does Iliad see in the dark? As the true form of the jinn? Yeah, or whatever, however much you think would be. I think the true form might be fun in this moment, actually. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. He sees... Something along this line. Ugh. <laughs> so, yikes. Ouch. Dan has a picture for you watching at home. Yes. But this is kind of what he would see. And I guess the chain would allow him to see him while he's invisible. Are those all the eyes, eyes or is that just yeah, hair? Yeah, that's kind of cool. Those What's are cool? eyes. Those are all eyes. Oh, really? That's coming they off look, like that? They look, it's an entire mane that runs down his spine of eyes attached to these they don't look like beholder kind of stems they look like peacock feathers yeah, yeah. Made that's what of I, tendrils. the vibe I was getting and they fly they yeah. kind of float up and they mm-hmm. seem to be watching what? and the the thing is you see some kind of looking over at Yaberg but almost all of them would be staring intensely at you and in that moment the falcon's own thing might might be visible to Yes, him. I think behind, yeah, behind Iliad, kind of this fiery image almost of the falcon coming off of. And there's like, I like the idea of almost like um, <clears throat> Lord of the Rings when he's putting on the ring, everything else. There's that washed out flaming kind of yaberg in the background. Mm. Okay, so Iliad. Just looking around. You're going to feel the it. chain pull, even though the tormentor doesn't move. You feel as if he's pulling away from you. And as those eyes are focusing on you, you you feel the falcon just pour into you and your whole body lights on fire and there's pain. You're going to take one level of fatigue as you do gain control, but this is going to be uh, f- a f- a success with a twist. You're taking a level of fatigue, but you're mm. still locking the chain and holding onto it as it almost feels like it's going to pull your body out. Mm. And there's just that moment you have together. And then you're back. Iliad's still glowing. Yaber, you can see Iliad's glowing. His eyes are like a falcon's eyes. And Nekamedes is just standing there looking. Seems the chain is still too tight. Sahib. The kind of just folds back. Legend point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Come on! Yes, hundred percent. That's what we were waiting for. Um, oh, a thing to mention. Oh yes, on on his skin, on his back, because I would imagine that some of the clothes are tattered. You can see that some writing has appeared on Nekamedi's skin. You pass mm. it around. Yeah, yeah. Oops, sorry. Well, uh, I'll have a, a scanner, a picture of I that. Like It'll that be the, underneath me. The eyes have. This- Plumage. Evil plumage mm. and mockery of Falcon. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Zach <birds>. smiles at me. 
So I think I don't even need to describe the kind of tingling okay. Kari gets. Yeah. And that actually leads into well, maybe of that pull for her to want to leave. Hmm? Hold on. Easy tormentor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened there. No, I was Iliad passing gas. <laughs> now is not okay. the time. <laughs> so, one of the modes I have him go into is a vengeful wind. This is not the time for such a thing. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Wow. Did you, right. did you want that back? I'm sorry. Agnes. Did you want that back? <laughs> Cough, Jack. So... <clears throat> Has Nicomedes reappeared? We're, we're going to time skip now. Okay. Because I wanted to have that moment of meeting the cool. Tormentor and Nicomedes. Cool. This sets the thing. So you guys realize, of course, this is the power that we was being seeking. sought. And the Falcon, um, I think you guys will start to learn probably a combination of what the Tormentor and the Falcon divulge. You know, the Falcon being these images and words to Iliad and the Tormentor, of course, whispering. Yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. Is there, and maybe this is something I should be deciding, but I don't know if there's any feeling of loss with, like, is there any shot? I can't, I don't know yet if Iliad in that, I know we're skipping ahead now, but. Well, we, I think this, I think I know where you're going and I think this will. Oh, okay. This will fit when the skip. Well, no, go keep going. Well, yeah, I was just thinking, what's what's Illid's reaction to? Is it more utter like, what the heck is going on? Chaos, fear, but yeah, yeah, let like fear with confidence, I guess, because he knows the the Falcons mm. involved here. Um, over the Tormentor show, appearing and showing up, or is there? I guess I'm still deciding. Or if you have an idea, let me know. How much loss does he feel with his cousin now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because, I mean, watching someone completely transform, basically. Right. Well, I think we'll get a little description of what's happening okay. in Echimedes over this slight time skip where we get to where Kari shows up. Okay. Um, because I think what you described there is ex- is exactly what Ilya's feeling in that moment. Because mm-hmm. that's just, you don't even have time to think about what's right, just happening. Right, Because it's like... You suddenly flash seeing that before you. Right. It's trying to rip you, your insides out. Mm-hmm. Trying to pull away. And you now feel this in, uh, oh, I don't know what the scripture word is, but you cannot shake this feeling of being connected to this creature. And... It's over now this time as, as the high of that moment settles and time passes where you guys are realizing this tormentor is some kind of ancient being and has uh, made some offers to you of help. So maybe, Adam, you can talk about what's happening to Nechimedes over these next, this next jump of time. And also what uh, maybe he's offering to help them find. I think that the exchange on on that would be the Falcon is obviously feeding a bit of information of what to ask for, kind of giving that guidance. Mm -hmm. And it would boil down to something along the lines of, Yes, Sahib, I can take you to where you need to go, but it is useless. Why do you fight against him anyway? I've already helped him find the thing he needed and place his piece where it needed to be. And you know, I don't I don't see a problem with it. You're you're going to fail anyway. Why are you worried about it? There's no reason to to push yourself 
Relax, can't you wait? Visit with your cousin, I'll let you see him. I'll, I'll go in and let him out. But you have to stay. I mean, I can't be doing that, Sahib, if there's no proper way to do it. Can't you wait a little while? little longer. There's no need to go to the waste right now, disturb the witch. There's nothing to disturb the witch in the waste and to hunt the beast. There's no reason for that. And Iliad knows what he's talking about. Semi. So... <laughs> I love sure David's I was, face. Yeah, I, I, I saw got at least enough. No, I was just to see what you said. But at, the falcon will, will try to help fill in the blanks. Okay. Well, and I wasn't sure if... if if we were actually gonna role play that out, or if it was to get an impression about what his role is right now, right? Hmm. If or you have something, go for it. But okay. yeah, otherwise it can be that kind of sums up multiple conversations. Yeah, and I know, it's I that think so. yeah. he's he has interacted with Nahazik specifically, and is so old mm-hmm. that he was there when Nahazik first became took the steps to becoming godlike mm-hmm. and knows of a piece of that puzzle that could be the undoing of Nahazik. Mm-hmm. And this is what the Falcon is wanting to you to find. Right. And and you said that this is the the, the thing that we were this searching was the thing for originally, technically. But it's the first step of many. Now you must find mm-hmm these shards, these things that Nahazik used and has hidden away that he used to rend his soul from his body and keep his soul from passing into judgment and being sent to death. And that was one of the first steps um, on his way to godhood. Right. Although some would, you know, disagree with him being a god. Mm -hmm. He's a usurper. Right. So that's that's what you're seeking. Okay. That's what you're now going to be seeking. Gotcha. So what's Nekim- what's happening to Nekimedes during this time? Well, physically, Nekimedes was a when he was in his normal state, he was fat for a elf. But after working for the syndicate, he kind of slimmed down a little bit. But depending on how long the the weaseling of the information out takes, you can tell that he, you never see Nekamedes eat anything. You never see Nekamedes drink anything. You never see Nekamedes, if you, I guess roll, if Dan's okay with it, roll a uh, kind of perception, I guess, would be right for it. Check. Yeah, sure. uh, To kind of see just how much you know. And if Kari's there by now, she could too. So. We can remember do. when I show up. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Four. Twenty-three. Um, Berg knows and may tell Iliad that you don't even see him breathe. That's weird. He's just like he'll just sit there sometimes and watch Hmm. not move not eat not drink not breathe and it's not that he's not talkative it's that getting the information out requires layers of piecing apart he doesn't always mention the beast or always mention the wastes or always mention needing to go and find it 
But when certain prompts are done, it's like he can't help but tell you certain things. Okay. So. Let's jump to when Kari shows up then, I think. Because the boys are processing over here. Do you want me to set up something, or did you have something in particular you were imagining? I'm, I'm mostly curious about like what kind of escort helps get her, you know, across continent, because... It's connected by land, so she can travel. And there is a major highway, if you will, there. There is a lot of trade. So So some kind of caravan would always be heading to and fro from there. All right. Yeah, and her her MO is is going to be, you know, um, you know, rolling along in her her wheelchair down the down paths and such and and meeting people. And if there's basically opportunity to hitchhike, Mm -hmm. um, she'll probably just fall fall in with people and tell people stories be friendly and amiable and i roll the presence and i got 25 for just socializing with people finding out about where people are going being encouraging um and and helping out where she can and i'm just hoping like to play this idea of you know she is a cripple. Things are hard for her when she goes out of her way for people. Mm. And maybe along with that, you know, if she's she's going to move on and roll along one way or another, but maybe people help out. Mm-hmm. No, I really like that. All right. Uh, let's see. Did you say she's going to roll along? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you literally meant roll. <laughs> yes, literally, <Okay>. because... <laughs> Because Why? parabolic. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted it to be a pun so bad. <laughs> Keep rolling, rolling. All right, rolling. that's interesting. I think you're going to. She's definitely going to start hearing whispers of stuff going on, and that's going to easily direct her to where she figures out Iliad is. Because uh. Fennec, of course, is seeking this creature now. The um, tormentor. The torment. Well, that was what he was really seeking. He knows you have it because when they show up, it's already gone. Oh, okay. Um, So he already was clued in from the separate source. Right. You guys were kind of racing to get there first, and you guys did eventually get there first. I think you bag during this time is, for the most part, ignoring the the whispers uh, of the tormentor. Like, there's just this clear block. It's it's kind of between them. He's just going to kind of leave it there for now. Mm. He's preparing for their journey to the wastes. Mm-hmm. He's preparing. He he knows they're going to be gone for a while. He knows that they're like the Boy Scout needs to prepare, you know, <laughs> for everything. Yeah, yeah. So he's getting the backpacks ready. He's 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 doing that kind of stuff. So even if there's there's whispers and stuff like that, what may or may not unnerve him is the not breathing part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't care about the night eating. He doesn't care about the does he sleep? Have you watched? He would. <laughs> As sometimes he'll sit, sometimes Nicomedes, or I guess we just say the djinn, sometimes the djinn does sit still, sometimes it closes his eyes. You found that when that happens, a lot of the times not good stuff happens in the night. Mm. But he doesn't do it all the time. Because, I mean, as soon as this happened, Yuberg would have put himself on a regular watch schedule. <laughs> like soldier, sh- you yeah, know, soldier turns up, right? And so there's there's going to be a night watch. He's going to basically go to minimal sleeping, and the cycles of 
like he can put himself into deep sleep and he only has to do it for short periods of time so that he can be awake well, for so long periods of time. What likely would be seen then is that sometimes Nicomedes just disappears. Sometimes the Jin just disappears. And you can't physically see him, but there's moments where you're almost certain wind has blown the wrong way or that that was appropriate that was um (laughs) wind has blown the wrong way or you felt a breath at the back of your neck that there was no wind to breathe that wind to blow and you definitely have noticed that around i'm not sure we stay i'm sure we've stayed in and in yeah but you know when we're not and you can see Iliad while he sleeps. His sleep Ooh. isn't always... Get you some chips. <laughs> his, his sleep isn't always sound. It's okay. like he's hearing something that you may not be able to hear and to kind of responding or kind of, mm, that mm. might be okay. happening too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to have you roll Fortitude, okay. CR 15, to see how well you handle... Extended light sleep. Yeah, extended light sleep. And then... Well... Excuse me. Uh, 19. Okay. Good so far. Um, Kari getting closer. You're going to pick up... You're going to find out that uh, some Cloud Draken... Or... I'm suddenly not Cloud Draken... What's the other one? Oh my gosh, my mind just blanks. The the new baddies. Horizon. They call themselves the Horizon. Yes. It means it is the new order of the faith. uh, I was thinking something else. It means offspring of purification or of purging, depending on the context of the sentence. Spelling? H-R-E-I-N-S-U-N. And it means purification, offspring of purification or of purging. <clears throat> so, Kari, all, having that info from Pimpam, um, picks up the trail of some Hrinsen that are searching for Yaberg specifically and have had news of him in this area. Uh, and I think this is going to be a really cool way to bring Kari in. It, unless you have, I don't want to take away. I don't have anything thinking. particular here. Okay, so you're going to. We are going to have uh, as you guys are at camp, set up a camp, and I, I like the idea that you bears watching Iliad in one of those rough sleep moments. The gin is gone. Um, you guys are going to get surprised by Torinson, but. Kari will not be surprised that she has been following them. And hmm. uh, that's what. what we'll, and these things are like some sort of ghost spirit like thing, no, or are they physical? No, that's just the djinn. The Horizon are, are. Right, that's are, what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. the Horizon are uh, uh, soldiers of the faith, the dragon faith. Oh, okay. That are now. It's a new. Um, so they're not just Drekki. No, no. They, they can be any race. Okay. They're just faithful. Um, they're uh, pr- uh, lesser seat hall shear 
began this order, and it's run by uh, Dardanos. And they go out and find people who have left the faith mm. or renounced it or simply uh, do not uh, affirm the canonization of our union. And they bring them back for uh, re-education. or purging. <laughs> well, re-education <laughs> in a VEASAN where they are presented directly by the new high seat why are you good i'm good (laughs) and you know they say that if they then still don't accept their welcome to then leave the faith but they want to make sure that everyone gets a full understanding and doesn't just have hearsay Mm. so they bring them back to a visa it's a double-sided pamphlet. <laughs> you always yeah. got to look at the check for the hallmark. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we will be uh, rolling for initiative with a surprise round. Um, well, if you're checking for hallmarks on your uh, pamphlets or your religious pamphlets, does that mean there could be a hallmark heresy? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh. The Heinsen will take care of that. <laughs> but before we roll, this has been another fantastical uh, episode of Bomb Squad and Avenue Studios production. Uh, Do oh. give us a like, subscribe, hit the notification bell to follow the adventure. Uh, and if you're listening on podcast, do give us a review to help spread the word. You can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios by joining our locals or Patreon communities. Doing so will not only help us continue to create high-quality content, but we, uh, but you will gain access to our exclusive Discord where you can play games, watch movies. We had Adam join us actually this week to watch a movie in person. Uh, it was a ton of fun, so definitely join in for those. We play games, and uh, we'll be on Twitch soon. Uh, probably already be on Twitch by the time this comes out, actually, so hopefully I've already seen you there. Um, but we'll be having our patron games um, and our locals subscribers games on uh, Twitch. And uh, don't forget to check the links in our description below. And before we sign out, where can people find the Interplanar Crossroads? Usually on YouTube or BitChute or, well, better be by the time this goes up. Uh, <laughs> The IOPC.com, and we should have links to our Patreon subscribe star, possibly locals if we decide to do that also, as well as hopefully a direct PayPal button for those that want to do- to support the Interplanar Crossroads, because you only have to support once, if you want, to get access to our Discord where we release, where we intend to release any kind of PDF material that we make. Cool. So there we go. Awesome. Thank you, sir, for joining us. Thank you guys so much for joining the adventure. We will see you next time. This has been another fantastical episode of the Bomb Squad Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Do give us a review on your podcast app of choice to help spread the word. You can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios by joining our Patreon or Locals community. Doing so will not only help us to continue creating high-quality content, but you will also gain access to bonus content and our private Discord, where you can chat with us, play games, watch movies, and so much more. Don't forget to check our podcast description for the music and ambience that we use and thank you so very much for joining the adventure and we will see you next time
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.